0: All right, I guess I am. Good evening. This is Yobi with works Pilgrim on point for the Human Collective. I'm keeping it brief, but I also want to document uh, some writing and progress that, uh, beneficial engagement that I've had. And, uh. Of not much benefit is the constant labeling, classification, and separation one from another that seems unintentional. Absolutely is by design. Uh, and recognizing and accepting that is, is key to accepting ourselves within the context which we live in. And that is of, of most importance each of us. So, let's see, where am I sharing this? I might have Stroopy available out of Germany. He's a, an increasingly good friend. That's something that I quite enjoy. So, pardon me while I reach out to him In a wisdom chat, yeah. mm, 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 mm. Cromie, maybe not Lucas this More likely Droopy because he's going to be well awake and said the planet right now. Who else is awake? Yes Does it have to be on right now? Okay, well, warn me next time. Just so I don't burn my home down. Yeah, so I'll try and get you away from the <laughs> here. And I wanted to do some work, but I did very much want Sometimes, just sometimes, 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 certainly I can uh, get a poem out to you that is uh, quite a bit formative of where I'm at and what informs where I'm going. So, by way of introduction. Uh, simple, simple, I'm a West Texas boy, born and raised in Odessa, Texas, 49 years old, be 50 this year, probably the most, one of the most prolific people you've never heard of, gotten hundreds of podcasts, live casts. Mm, I like doing improv, comedy, working on my main project I'm focused on right now. And I have five or six, and they, when the doors are open, I move forward, and the doors demonstrate that they're closed. I look around and see what doors are open. Main one is called "The Struggle Between." It's an anthology of short stories, beginning with "The One in the Room," ending with "The Other Truth," and in between are comedic tales. Uh, of animal engagements, like Bovan finally finds his voice. Here we go, We Are Earth, an appeal from the collective to itself. We are earth, and our garden does not seem well. Eden cries out that it is not hidden, nor lost. Eden wants to be seen under our feet, felt in our blackened lungs and the unnatural grit in our teeth when we drink. Notifications never turn off. And in other deep places of which we do not speak, whether you see or sense is irrelevant, as our collective self first knew its own mortality, our absolute lack of ability to save or ever after answer why would our Creator make such beauty only to annihilate our earth? our garden, our blue sky. In familyless sadness, we refuse the knowledge of ourselves within any garden, choosing to live within the waterfall of every single tear, from every eye falling in each and all in any coming year. We must release our fear the requirement of life is its death. Yet that does not mean we should part early. If we stop what fear shall never mend, and in love born in one again, will all grow strong as love born by all once again. Yes, again. Let us continue with the only Eden we will ever have, and have ever known, from the start of the big round bang to the flat ultra-vent of black freezes, even the thought of heat, and all memory of water or ground. This is the moment. We must choose to wake up, else why forever? having not chosen in our self-made prisons. Frozen. Floating. In eternal terror found. Thank you. you. Now, I should be able to move over Trump trumpets. Open. What a day! What a day. (laughs) So now. Take any of these and put them in honor and transcribe them, fortunately, so that should be good for all. Today's been a snarf day. Let me explain snarf. Snarf? Snarf's origins had begun. I found myself deep, deep in the playa, metaphorical landscape, uh, deep playa of what it can be. Everyone out there is out there very much intentionally. No, nobody goes to intention. Um, you meet few people far between, but the ones that you meet aren't tend to be significant and quite interesting. Or well, in the, in the middle of my epiphany. I decided to have a train party come out into the middle of, down in the middle of my epiphany. I tried to appeal to my friends over there who didn't see things the way I did at the time. And in doing so, I lost track of my bicycle, which was game, surrounded by about 10,000 different bikes. I ran out of water. I was feeling miserable. Right torture my sixteen year old in okay, doing so. Yep, Let's be frustrations I've had. I've been on the internet. I went out and was, let's see, 10 years old. My, my uncle got me on the internet, taught me everything that he knew, and I was hooked, line and sinker. It was until I got my first car, which was a 68 Chevy 2 Nova, and uh, discovered my hormones were incredibly out for more interactions with uh, those of the opposite sex. But I was all about it. Interestingly enough, I had a really long, interesting conversation with uh, his go-to name is a Leprechaun. Uh, He was part of the Design Science Studio I was in this last year, uh, sponsored by Buckminster Fuller Institute. And uh, turned out he was one of the original project designers and proposers of T3 to DOD in 1979, which became what we're speaking on right now. It was a really deep and engaging conversation and I look forward to chatting with him again maybe I can have him come on to this. Uh, his project right now is beaming, which is being authentic and, and engaging uh, and and regenerative and all that. And we'd engaged because I felt very much like, I felt compelled and channeled into being the, the howling wolf Uh In the dark, pointing out how the dark is imprisoned and has seemingly more logical validity and integrity overall over time than the light does. And in that regard, doesn't that put into question where love is truly sourced? Safety? Self-validation? That means it would come from the dark. After all, the we- only sleep in the dark, trust the dark to develop us and keep us safe. I had a lifelong uh, insomnia, which was part of my experience. I felt compelled to stay up and ensure that my parents literally did not kill each other in their emotional outbursts. I was more of a ornaments and a being, I think, within their realm of drama. My mother is pretty much, not pretty much, she's like the female version of Trump. To this day, I'm convinced if we were to angle both her, Trump, and Bill Shatner into the same building, they would gravitate towards each other. somehow, find each other sitting at the same table across from each other and discovering that they really enjoyed each other's company and likely would never leave it ever again, Theref- by saving uh, much, much un- perhaps unnecessary or, uh, or harsher lessons learned. Yeah. So I said all that to say, the internet has been, in my estimation, observation, and quite frankly, I think it's... Demonstrable uh, how they are separating and dividing, and the people of power probably like two to four hundred individuals. I do systems analysis, I was in, in logistics for the last 25 plus years. I'm want to keep it simple, keep, keep it to truth, and then forms, that you know, they're just very skilled at. It manipulating uh, perception in regards to the system and letting people make their own assumptions and wash their own damn brain, I suppose. And they feel pretty confident in the system's ability to maintain for them. So with truth, of course, fear and love, I like to think of them as being two sides of the same magnet. For me, that simplifies things. I have agency and I can choose. I do my best because I choose to, regardless of any guaranteed or promised reward or punishment after this reality that exists necessarily outside of anywhere anything that we could possibly know. For me, I I found love in, 2020, rediscovered it. Uh, originally, I dedicated myself to the will of love. Of, uh, I was six. I thought I had the cheat code. Little did I suspect what was in store. Immediately it began the, the learning process of acceptance. <sighs> Like to join? Please feel free. Again, this is a Yobi with Yobi Works, and I'm, I'm pulling up some documentation to read. and Just introducing myself to the community here. I got a podcast, it's The Escape Hatch or the E.S.C. Hatch. You can find on most uh, podcast aggregators. And um, again, I'm one probably one of the most prolific guys you've never heard of. Um. Nothing I'm saying is new. Nothing is new under the sun. Uh, I just find it interesting. It took me 41 years to come full round Back to uh, rediscovering love as I knew it when I was six. Uh, through logical analysis and critical thinking, I found that uh, it was just right on time right on time. So, um, this is seems a little bit like a cross between CastBox and Clubhouse. So, uh, I always love having guests to, to chat with. Uh, I'm, I'm a historian by study in college. Went to the Marines, got myself through college. Uh, I'm I'm an applied anthropologist, studying the story of the human race and analyzing our systems and deploying unique solutions uh, to the challenges that are evident within the pattern and the solutions that are evident for us in the patterns, mainly through art. So my main project is The Struggle Between, a short story anthology, which I'm working on in animation, everything I do is self-taught, I went to the, for IT, went to the University of Help Menu in the state of me. (laughs) So I had started out with a reading of We Are Earth, which is an appeal from the collective to itself. Uh, That was a singular experience of poetry writing that uh, I find is multi-layered and uh, quite comforting in many ways. So, any questions, uh, feel free to ask. I'm also on Behance. Uh, my method of engagement is it's not to be transactional. I don't want to take my joy and turn it into a monetary livelihood. And uh, thus far, I'm debt-free. I have a business that we work to and, uh, That is the heater. I've been able to keep doing what I want to do for free and I get just enough commissions doing that to keep going and keep focused on what's right in front of me. So I'm going to try and pull up my projects here. I can't do it on the iPad Pro. You know, those wonderful tech gadgets that uh, are supposed to be a gateway rather than a destination. Um, but you can listen to some of my show have written Two of the short stories in the anthology, one in the room, which is right now the boy in the room, but I'm updating it to, to, from a friend who made this suggestion, Strupy Pole in a Germany, great, good guy. Um, and Bovan finally found his voice, which is, I think, going to be the draw for getting uh, other animators to help me do this before it. I start waking up slumped over my computer (laughs) again. I've been able to get all the animation to get into Adobe Animate. Yay. I just have to put each frame one by one into the, (laughs) into the program instead of trying to do it all at once. So glad to have you with me. Uh, Yeah. So I started these projects, these this round of projects, really lifelong projects I've been working on and thought analysis, but it all comes from an initiative that I call a building autonomous, collaborative organizational networks, which has led to uh, the holistic, uniform gratitude system, the uh, logic. A logic s- structure uh, that can be configured to anything. I'm um, in the Escape Hatch, uh, which is an open-source organizational structure. The Esprit Service Corps—they uh, weaponized our spirit of service in the Marines to make the one of the most deadly forces, war uh, known to man. Uh, and interestingly, they have a call to all Marines to re ideas for redefining our mission and I think it should be being indomitable in history we can see nothing but example after example Uh, of course written by the winners of fear based strategies which are hierarchical structures that can be controlled and run by very few people Um, of course obviously addicted to power and wealth (laughs) they need therapy going to have compassion for them, but he can't find in, in history any examples of uh, indomitable, uh, loving societies that have not been utterly destroyed through pestilence and invasion and whatnot. Uh, but this is a unique time for the collective, uh, and I'm working on a research paper to submit for peer review uh, that there is enough evidence demonstrate the existence of the human collective in uh, the patterns within nature. Uh, another way of looking at this, in any system, when you're analyzing it, you want to find what's unequivocal and then compare the rest of the system to that unequivocal concept or process. Uh, and that will give you an idea of its integrity check. I use constantly... Came from my years in operations logistics. Leading indicators, leading indicators are those things that, when you witness them or experience them, I'll give an example. If I'm walking the yard, uh, at a, at a oil and gas distribution facility, and I see guys who know that I'm walking the yard, but they don't have their safety gear on talking on the phone while they're trying to drive out the gate, enough of those will mean that the likelihood, statistically, of someone getting injured or killed is quite high. And my job as manager is to mitigate the worst case scenario, which is always death. Uh, mitigate the occurrence of entering into that process earlier than it should be statistically uh, expected. So, leading indicators are huge in my analysis. For example, here's a good one. Uh, First John Fulton, I'm not a Christian, but I do believe in love. And the pattern is evident in interpersonal communications. Uh, I don't bring in those data sets that can only exist outside of life. Uh, They're non-falsifiable. Love, if there's agency and I believe it's demonstrable actually the pattern matches that I'm working on right now, I think are the thing to submit for raising our absolute ability, inability to know for certain to any degree, if there was a being with agency that might've took the first domino, so to speak. Uh, I believe this pattern match, it's easier to say the six pattern matches that I've got and I've drawn out in, uh, the rough sketches are on beans. I have more refined ones that I have available. Those patterns are the fact that they correlate and are so evident across such widely divergent systems, apparently seemingly divergent. It, all it needs to be is presented to a high degree of confidence with logical validity. Uh, I think that's easy and demonstrable between. Using just zero and one. the most simple. You have it, read them. You know, one is, zero isn't. Not. Um, should raise that from absolute uncertainty to a statistical probability any degree beyond absolute zero, for me, is tantamount to proof. Like a watermark. It, it, it enters the realm of statistical probability without becoming an absolute certainty. Uh, so we are self-validating subjective individuals that once we move from childhood to adulthood and go from am I to self-validating to I am, not faking it until you make it, but truly standing on the truth of human life, which is... No one's going to tell your death for you. Knowing that is one thing. Understanding it, quite another. And I think that informs the baseline metaphor of that story, one of my favorites, uh, of the Garden of Eden, is that it's a story about how knowledge surpassed understanding. You know, since I have you all on here, uh, I'm just going to read that poem one more time. I love it. Uh, it's <laughs> It's... We are Earth, an appeal from the collective to itself, okay? Is that alright? Anybody have any objections? If you do, please speak now. I like doing voiceovers, so I will hear a lot of voiceovers. Comedy is, oh, shoot, man, it's the balm for everything. It's the win-win done right. We are Earth, and our garden does not seem well. Eden it cries out that it is not hidden nor lost and wants to be seen under our feet felt in our blackening lungs in the unnatural grit in our teeth when we drink and in other deep places of which eh, do not speak whether you see or sense is irrelevant It's our collective self first knew its own mortality our absolute lack of ability to save or ever after answer why would our creator make such beauty only to annihilate our earth, our garden, our blue sky. In fathomless sadness we refuse the knowledge of ourselves within any garden choosing to live within the waterfall of every single tear from every eye falling in each and all in any coming year. We must release our fear. The requirement of life is its death, yet that doesn't mean we should part early. If we stop with the fear, shall never mend, and in love born and one again, will all grow strong, as love born by all. Once again. Yes, again. Let us continue with the only eating we will ever have, and have ever known. From the start of the big round bang, till the flat ultra vent of black freezes, even the thought of heat in all memory of water or ground this, this is the moment we must choose to wake up. Else, lie forever, having, not chosen in our self-made prisons, frozen, floating, in eternal terror, found. Thank you, thank you. Yay, yay. If y'all like uh, reading style, I do have a. DTV psychosis on YouTube, it's 10 minutes. It's an improv, one of my favorite ones. And it just came together real well. So now let me try and get this other document. It's so hard. Have you noticed how difficult it is to get into anything now? I constantly have to prove who I am. Two-factor authentication, then do two uh, codes through two different emails, and then do—I'm kidding here—but yeah, eventually we're going to be doing like precise JLo dance steps or the most popular dance steps in front of the camera before they give us another code to maybe get into our paid website. There's a reason for that; just by design. And everything that I'm telling you, I've worked hard these last couple of years of keeping it grounded on the simplicity of truth, which is for me to be ready for my death at any time, I gotta know I've always done my best. So I'm not gonna pass anything that's obviously shouldn't be happening, it's wrong. Uh, A child crying in the street without engaging. Truth keeps us awake, keeps us seeing. Our urge is to overcomplicate, but that's really just deep and long, lifelong programming these last three generations. Yeah, just, I have this perfect list on I wrote up last night of all the uh, projects and everything I'm working on, and I can't access it from my laptop. ridiculous but hey there any guests let's see how do I see my guests? listeners who wants to join surely someone social media balance conference analyst mr. 2 extra Diana Alina I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly highly favored I highly favored Reggie Wood Woodson uh, basis? I didn't butcher that. Uh, i will just, I don't care. Well, let's have a big conversation. I'll invite everybody up. So this is one thing that I love and, and in engaging with the question of, uh, uh, my own internal validation, I realized using zeros and ones that love is quantifiable because there's a pattern match with industrial safety uh, process refinement and communication. It's absolutely dependent on communication. When you do a root cause analysis of any accident or injury in in operations, logistics, it, it always ends in poor communication practices and procedures. That makes sense. So modern understanding of modern day deployments of safety culture in an industry or in a company require open and transparent communication at all levels. You can go to anybody you need to. Is love stronger than hate? I don't, I think there's a better way to frame that question. See, love is unconditional internally. You can only be in unconditional internally. I can tell you that love accepts. Love does not express power. And that is the power in that it is not expressed. Earlier I said love is two sides of the same magnet. That's how I always tell what is loving and what is not. Love draws. It doesn't (sighs) mark it. It doesn't proselytize it accepts and Vico and Herder, two philosophers from 17th century they really got a lot of your time so to speak uh, saying that people were looking at history and and calling people of the past barbarous, you know barbarians and uh, this is a lot stronger than Agnes. Calling them barbarians and they're saying you can't layer your modern sensibilities on the past. You have to understand it within the context that it exists. Hence the emphasis on archaeology and anthropology, ethnoarchaeology and anthropology. Um, Looking at the patterns uh, in behavior and in history that are demonstrable and clearly uh, displayed. <laughs> Those, that is the necessary mindset, is being able to put yourself in another person's shoes. If I'd known at six when I dedicated myself to the will of love that to really know love, I would have to suffer greatly, I likely wouldn't have done what I did. But I did and I'm glad I did, I needed to, That's that was necessary. So if if I'm looking at a situation or something and I'm standing on truth, you know, uh, that we are all gonna die, it's a process, it's not personal. We have to accept it, not just know it, but accept it and understand that. And see clearly that love And its acceptance only benefits all. It benefits the bottom line. It shifts our perspective on value. It helps us to see that the system isn't something you fight because then you validate that perspective. What you do is accept it in its context in full. And then you see it's a two-way street. That fear-based strategies necessarily pushy, the best of intentions, right? Get people in a headspace that they will not even see it coming. I'm not concerned about having a non-disclosure agreement, uh, and I'm not concerned about my uh, the organizational structure or the hugs uh, system uh, uniform. Uh, sorry. Holistic, uniform, gratitude system, whereby we can give tokens out to the social engagements we want to see more of, releases value if you can demonstrate and upload to the blockchain a benefit that meets 80-20, that it benefits you and the other person and for others. Six degrees of separation, therefore, it is demonstrable to do on the blockchain and thereby build a a demonstration publicly that love is quantifiable, therefore it is knowable, it is testable, it is repeatable. It can be projections and predictions can be made from that pattern. And when I realized that, that love is knowable, I just, I cried. And then I went for a walk and I relaxed I just relaxed and accepted. And I got to the convenience store and I was just fully seeing people communicate. We are constantly broadcasting in our every body motion, every movement, stance, facial expression, tone, the words we choose to speak with, the words we choose not to use. we're communicating everything about ourselves to each other. It may have been seen as magic or psychic ability previously, but all it was, was fully seeing each other. And I was amazed at how people were drawn to me and like saying hi and engaging with me. People typically don't do that. I'm intense. And I wasn't ready. I chose to, 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 back out of that flow, which is which is agency, but it also has brought me into having to always do my own self-evaluation as a manager in operations and logistics, I couldn't just go and dictate to guys and throw my title around, which people do, and that is the way things have been done That doesn't mean it's the best way. Uh, I had to stop and make sure that I was uh, not being a hypocrite or subverting my own uh, engagements with others by walking out in tennis shoes and telling them they gotta wear steel toed boots. So that's one pattern match between industrial safety communications, right? Because love in an adult human relationship requires full and open, transparent communications, no ultimatums. We know this. It's demonstrable before us that anybody can leave at any time. They're free to do so. That is an adult human love. Honestly, till this last January, I was not an adult human because it shouldn't be dependent upon physical. Metrics. Whether you're an adult, should be your demonstrable understanding of your mortality and the boundaries of our reality. That where the fence is, kids play and enjoy themselves more when they know there are clear boundaries and fences. They know where they can run. They know where they need to back off. And if. If we're not accepting of the boundaries that we necessarily live within, I should say me. If I'm not accepting the boundaries of my reality, that I will die. That it's not personal and I need to be ready for it at any time. I'm not building anything on truth and ultimately I'm subverting myself. And in subverting myself, I'm subverting the collective. We are a closed system. We are all of us connected one to another. What happens to one affects the other. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he loves to talk about Cleopatra, or Julius Caesar's last breath. It takes about a hundred years to go around the earth and, and balance out in the atmosphere. So we're, we're breathing part of you know Cleopatra's last breath or some fart of a dinosaur, you know, <laughs> whatever you would. The point is, is that it's all the same Legos in different configurations. We as humans are connected to each other. The collective isn't a monolithic, m- mono mind uh, thing or concept. What it is, is it requires that each part of the one species chooses in subjective agency to be in the collective because it's what is what a benefit to all of us. The hug system doesn't give out value. What it does is it demonstrates how people can engage with each other in a way that is beneficial, that has value. So let's say you and I, one of you and I get into a, an agreement. We NFT a description of our subconscious minds. As priceless and viable, not subject to the terms and conditions of any party at any time at, in perpetuity, but empowering our conscious mind to represent us, our subconscious mind, in the waking world of data collection and our collective senses. I believe we're all tied together demonstrably in the pattern that shows that we're connected together through our subconscious. I believe the ancient Egyptians and several other societies also agreed with that in their highlighting of uh, those parts of our brain. It stands to reason. It's just an eye It's an overworked part of our psyche. It's a problem solver that ironically can only communicate with the waking mind through abstraction. <laughs> but that is respective of agency and free will because anything that is loving would not want to manipulate free will. I know, frustrating, right? You want love to like slay the bad guys. There are no bad guys. Why can't there be capital punishment? Well, one, the subconscious person didn't commit the crime the conscious person did and dragging along their subconscious self with them pushes the contact to the collective if if we live where the person who's right is the one who doesn't have the bullet in the head then when necessarily we encounter challenges in our present futures how can we address it we, they put a bullet in the And the one who had the answer. Adult humans, think of it as a schoolyard. Is an adult human going to, like, engage in a schoolyard fight? No. An adult human is going to be violent at all? No. An adult would not go, we're going to war. It doesn't do ultimatums. The most successful game theory and strategy that is demonstrable, you can look it up yourself, is being indomitable. One side attacks, the other side meets it with equal force. When they give up the attack, they do not press the, the advantage or attack. It's being indomitable, a brick wall. What's that inform us? That informs us that uh, you see a child being harmed or molested, God forbid. There is a reason why that happens. We'll get to later. You stop the harm to that child. You protect that child. Do you then seek justice and imprison the, the molester? No, you didn't give that person. We don't have that right, but we do need to help them get into treatment and therapy. And therapy shouldn't be transactional. The important things in life should not be transactional. They should be available for everybody. Food, water, shelter, clothing. Because it's the investment we make in ourselves and each other. When I do my art, when I do my writing, when I do my shows, improv, whatever I do, it's free. If I consult, if I share my knowledge, it's free. Because all boats rise together. If somebody claims to have the keys to success and they're charging for it, they don't have it because if they understood it, they would never charge. Why? Because money is the root of all evil. Local money is the root of all evil. I hear somebody probably saying that's incorrect. It's a logical fallacy. Let me demonstrate why. I'm going to back up a bit. Now, you've probably heard this. If a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it doesn't make a sound it's irrelevant no one is there to hear it anything that could happen we can't even possibly conjecture or project ourselves into that understanding of that other thing that is not human to even they wouldn't even call it sound the point is is that it's irrelevant because it exists outside of our human understanding and experience and to bring in hypothetical situations that exist outside of our human experience and understanding, it's not only unloving, it's harmful because we're interjecting delusion and illusion into our collective consciousness as if it has any validity. And Validity has been established by humans and it is strict. Why argue? Why take things personal? State your premise. Present your sources. The thing that is most valid to the highest degree of confidence. It's not a win. It's us moving towards what's most beneficial for all. It's the largest possible demographic. That is how we move forward. It's accepting ourselves. It's not a get there. We're already in the present. The present is the only time that exists. Past and the future are in our heads. The only eternity is now that we share, but for time. And it makes sense. It's hard to be upset when you look around and you think, well, how many people have truth and are building on it? Oh no, that, they think they have truth, but they're actually just building on the sand that's just closer to the cliff. It is simple. The truth is, is that we have to have contrast to understand anything. Otherwise, we exist in a static environment. That's why creation story after mythic creation story, I mean, I could start dropping names of, of works that I'm sure you have read and understand and are with me right now in, in agreeing that it's what is of benefit that we used to have in our culture in cultures around the world, historically, that transition, that, that ritual that demonstrated the transition from childhood to adulthood, where have they gone? Where is that understanding? People are faking it till they make it. I can't tell you how many jokes I have had to stare in the face and, and like, understand that there was a part of me trying to communicate to myself what I was seeing. I used to joke and have people open up the TV guide and say, what's it say there at the top? Daily programming. See, that's what's great about America. You get to choose which programming you're going to have. You get to brainwash yourself. Yay. Or idiocracy. They took a, a comedy and it's turning into a documentary. ha, 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 ha. When people are dependent upon things, this is this is where it comes from. Why don't we legislate morality? Why don't we legislate ethics? Why? Because when you define it, what should be understood already in the natural process of becoming a mature human, when you define it, you have to do it to the nth degree. And anything not defined is permissible. You stand on truth, you will see you will look around and you'll be like, "Oh my goodness, oh my goodness!" Hiding in plain sight. I don't believe most of those folks are evil or bad. I believe they've uh, been in an echo chamber for millennia and and addicted to power and wealth and and. and, and They demonstrated it like it's a lifestyle called success instead of the addiction that it is. Agency. What is agency? Agency is the ability, by the dictionary's terms, to have demonstrable actions of any sort that they want. That is a measure of how much free will they have because they can do anything they want. Well, that's actually incorrect. It is not the actions. The actions are the emergent feature of an intention that has already been set, sent in, internally. Our agency exists in our minds. It exists in that gray space between one moment and the next. It is the quantum subconscious to our standard model conscious. I like to think of it as your conscious mind is your pet dog. Running around, barking, playing with frisbees, licking you, uh, love snacks, pretty direct, taking in all the data. And this is also a pattern, by the way, I'm giving you the third pattern match, that's demonstrable in our modeling of reality through our information technology ones and zeros. We have a back end, which is your subconscious, and a front end, which is your conscious. You have a response and query, right? Am I? I am draws to you because you're being loving to yourself. Another I am. You can recognize they aren't because they're not faking it because it's demonstrable in the actions that emerge from the intent they live within. And where two or more gathered, there I am also. Guess what that means? Are we? Collectively, we are. Now, if we're two, I'm a two, right? I'm so validating. I have two minds. Each of us is two, so it's met in this pattern. You got two, two, two. That's two, four, six, right? Or two or more gathered there. I am also. That's two people in the collective. Through two people, we are in, in impacting our collective. And people want to study physical evolution, right? Physical evidence. So how do you study the evolution of intellect? Through the patterns demonstrable in behavior. We are creatures of habit. I can't tell you how subtle my habituation has been. It is hard to break free of the habituations, the, the the stinky blankets and ratty pillows and cigarettes and whatever that have become our comfort because we, we crave certainty. But to be human is to accept and know there is no certainty. There's no guarantee. There's no deserves anything, no right. We It is equally as possible when we're born that we are grabbed by the ankle and our head smashed against the wall. We deserve nothing Except what we, amongst us, create, and we're not even creating. There's nothing new under the sun. We're synthesizing what's already there. I'm. I don't want to be lecturing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll keep it short. I'm a Sagittarius, which I think. That needs some kind of scientific study. We know gravity affects uh, watered or liquid bodies. How can it be that all these gravity wells, the position of the stars that happen, and people have been watching for millennia, doesn't imprint like a sorting hat, like your Sagittarius personality, your waking mind, that's your waking school, (laughs) so to speak. Uh, So you can see the patterns. If you were going to create the universe, if you were going to create a universe, wouldn't you want the things within it to be? You wouldn't make it so hard. You wouldn't do that for your children. That's why he says, if your kids asked for bread, you wouldn't give them a scorpion, would you? (laughs) So I've given you three pattern matches. One, interpersonal validity. The query uh, in response, M-I-I-M, are we, we are, that also matches and is dependent upon open and transparent internal and which informs external communications are industrial safety communications requirement to ensure safety of everyone, which is nothing but good to the bottom line. It's interesting. Physics has come out recently with uh, highly popular and uh, pretty numerically supported in, in the uh, research, uh, theoretical, but they, they, they were saying, yeah, well, we can never really know, but it seems like maybe our universe is uh, in the center of a black hole, which is in the center of a black hole, which is the center of a black hole. Three. And that time and space, halfway between the event horizons, in the singularity, swap places in reverse direction. And I, when I I was like, when I realized the intra- interpersonal pattern, I was like, oh my goodness, that's like the description of the physics theory they just said. What are the odds of that? Space and time, it's the query and response. When you're faking it in, in, in fear-based, it's one direction. And when it's Indomitable and love-based, it's another direction. That's a pattern match. And the other pattern match is how cells communicate with each other through the cell walls. (laughs) I'm telling you, there's a lot of pattern matches. I need, but I'm not going to, I haven't validated all six of them because I don't want to get out there saying things that are, if you don't play games, you're going to lose, right? seems ridiculous, self-defeating to do so. Uh, shouting out the things that haven't been validated or vetted yet is much the same thing. But it is exciting. In our engagements that we want to see more of, like my partner and I are going to incorporate our partnership. Why? Because it's a perfect structure. It already exists uh, where the articles of incorporation are the prenuptials. It forces you to ask things like, I know we love each other, but, but if you're paralyzed four months from now, then what? <laughs> you, know, you have to address if there's kids involved. So kids automatically fall into that. It takes a village kind of structure because they're affiliates automatically, boards of the corporation. And, you know, I was joking and I was saying, revolution through incorporation. This is something I've been stewing on for tw- since 2012, after my second divorce. She came out of the closet, by the way. Um, I know. How did I not know? Because I'm naive and gullible and, and see the best in everyone and their potential, and I hang on to that vision of potential longer than I had, should have. It invites victimization. You know what? real quick. I've got to say, is there anything perfect? I know everyone's going, no, there's nothing perfect. Nobody perfect. Or maybe there was only one perfect. fact is, is that you are unique. We are all unique. Everybody is unique. Only one thing can exist in a space at a time. Only you can see through your eyeballs. It's irrelevant to any hypotheticals that we cannot know collectively. So that means you're perfect. It means nobody and no thing does you better than you. In fact, you do you perfectly. And no creator that's loving or any deity that's worth a damn uh, would do it either. Because that wouldn't be loving. But contrast is necessary. If it's all is one, that morning star, that Lucifer is necessary. How do we adjust our navigation internally if we don't have any comparison to bounce our ideas and concepts off of. Otherwise we'd be trapped in a static reality, which probably, I don't I believe time is an emergent feature that has been misidentified. All times exist all at once. This is just where our focus is. This is if we're looking at a labradorite and really imagining together and focusing in a particular place together. Like, anyway, sorry. My brain works this way. <laughs> when I was young, I, I, I tried to explain it off in West Texas, right? Not a good place to be when, uh, like for a person like me, it seemed like it was actually the perfect place. Uh, was I would say, if you could only be in my head for like 10 seconds, you would get it. <laughs> uh, and, and I'd said, now for a couple of years, that wisdom is the consolation prize we get for surviving our own brain, but it doesn't have to be that perspective. Wisdom is your level of self-acceptance and self-love. He said, what are the two greatest commandments? What's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and, and then love your neighbor as yourself, right? Well, he's saying is since the body is the temple of, of the Lord, Right, that that knock on the inside of your heart isn't to be let in, it's been there the whole time. What's once you let love out. That, That in learning to accept and love yourself, it informs us how to love others. Not in a selfish way, but in a way that is beneficial to you. In an understanding our connections to each other. You could have knocked me over with a feather when I finally, because I went searching for the historical Jesus, man. I wanted to find it. We can't even properly fix the idea of a Jesus in the timeline. And Jesus is a misnomer anyway. Like, would if you, would you want me to, if somebody was researching you a million years from now or a thousand years from now, would you want them to go, your name is Bob, them to be look, calling you Aloysius? No, his name was Yahshua. From Galilee, most likely Yahashua, Ben Yosef. It's highly probable, but he was probably the youngest of five. He had a lot of siblings. He was probably a weird kid. We know he asked way too many questions and was really intelligent because what was he doing? He wandered off from his parents. If they couldn't find him for three days, find him in the temple, what's he doing? Impressing the the very same uh, folks that weren't impressed by him when he was an adult. First thing I did when I saw this, found Lovey and I went to, to, I thought they'd be like, what took you so long? Man, I tried to go talk to, you know, just talk to somebody at a church and they, they would not see me. I just wanted to talk, you know, say, Hey, you know, love <laughs> and commiserate over it. I, yeah. Here's, here's an interesting uh, history repeats itself. Why? Because you know how you always have that lesson you have to learn and accept before you move on, and it just keeps popping up in your life? What do you think history is? Right now, we got evangelicals who are demonstrating as Sadducees and Pharisees uh, when the unequivocal concept in it is First John uh, 4 8. If it is not loving, it is not God, of God, for God is love. That means if it is not love, it is not God. I like that. That's great. That's simple. All I have to do is look at everything and ask myself, is that loving? It doesn't matter what's written in the rest of the Bible. If it can't remain consistent, in other words, if it can't keep its integrity against that statement, then it was absolutely written by humans. All of it was written by humans. We are responsible for everything because it is us. I think of I like to think of love as the author of a choose your own adventure book, Lone Wolf's what I used to read in the 80s, 90s. I loved those books. And check ahead and be like, oh, I died in that one. You know, if you run from the ogre, go to 534. And he catches you when you die. So I go back and choose the other option. So he wrote this Choose Your Own Adventure book, or she, or it. Wrote this Choose Your Adventure, knows all the characters, knows all the options that can be chosen. But the book has been published and the author can't exist in the book. The temptation to manipulate would be too great. Even the book of Job Lucifer just went, and gave Job a whole bunch of life. Love didn't go do it. And, and, and I was, I was my Sunday school teacher's worst nightmare. Why did he? Why would he need to kill of the, the first of his country? This doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, if he wanted you to know he would tell you. But, but why? Love doesn't. Why would love be into man? Yeah. That's me, you tell me to go build something like uh, a skyscraper, I'm gonna start at the spire and I'm gonna, the hard way in the deep end of the pool, DIY teach myself how to build that thing from the top all the way to the down, to the bottom. When I get to the foundation, I'll be like, holy crap, concrete, and then diving in deep into the bedrock, of course, yeah, I did it backwards, but guess what, I know intimately how to get to the top from the start. And it's not its not complicated. It's not difficult. What's challenging is that it is so accessible and simple that the, the loving thing is the wide and easy road. For my love is easy, its yoke is light. In college, I tried to find out the concepts that tied all the religious and spiritual practices together and figured that was where things would be, right? The simple building blocks. But I don't need to teach people love. Simple fact is, is the structure and nature and the patterns of, of our reality indicate that once you accept truth and have agency, That's all you need. If you're a human that doesn't want to kill itself and you want to benefit and grow and have some chance at happiness and contentment, you are going to see love draws and fear pushes. You're going to see it. You don't need anybody in between you and your own understanding and validity for yourself. And that's what made the rabbi such a compelling person, human, who understood this, and you, you, you reached the age of 30, I can picture him throwing down his carpentry tools going, dang it, I'm, I'm going out in the desert, I'm not coming out until I know what the heck. <laughs> How I know he's human is because he did what I did when I was six. After I dedicated my life, because I said, this is what happened, I thought I was behind. I conceptualized everything on the stage, I anthropomorphized it, and but the kids were treating me weird. I couldn't figure out why. Uh, and then I heard the adults describing God in a talk back in the back of the church and, and I was like, that sounds like love. I couldn't anthropomorphize love because there's no graven images. <gasps> I know God. And I went and declared it because I figured all the other kids already had, right? They had to keep it secret. And, and they were like, right, right, right. You know, love. Uh huh. Sure, sure, sure. So then they asked the pastor to talk to me after about 45 minutes and I was sweating bullets, mind you. He brought the other pastor in Two-hour interview and back, you know how important this is. So I, I did, <laughs> I didn't want to go like burn in hell. So I made them real clear about their descriptions because they would give me scenarios. I wanted to be clear about who the actors on stage and if what the situation they gave me was loving, my fuzzy anthropomorphizal concept would would go up on stage and do its thing. If it wasn't, it wouldn't engage. And I just told them what was happening in my head. And they went out and said, he knows God, we gotta baptize him right now. I had no idea what that meant, that, that love is with us from the beginning and all the way to the end. I just was like, whew, I passed. I I bet you the other kids are going to be happy. We didn't think you'd ever come around. But Right when I was going home after I baptized, my mom said, we're happy that you've been baptized. But, you know, you can't lie now that you've been baptized. You got to say you don't know God. Right? You don't know God. That wasn't true. That was a lie. That put me in a really bad position. I was that bad. I didn't want to hurt mom's feelings. I didn't want to disobey her, but I wasn't going to like... Recant on the, my offer to, of myself to the will of love in the baptismal. And that ended up with my dad and, and mom. My dad had a, because he tried to step up for me, because my mom said I, she wished I hadn't, I should have been killed in the womb. That struck me pretty hard. And uh, my dad took exception to that. And that ended up in my dad having my mom up against the wall with a gun to her head me hiding in a closet waiting for the sound of a gun to go off. The next day I went outside and I said, the next day I went outside and I said, hey, I know that you you, you love kids, right? I hear you love kids. It's just you and me. I need, can I hear your voice? I just need to, I need a, hey, I'm here, Pecky, whatever, something. Silence, didn't hear anything. Well, when I came back around to love, I was in a logical quandary where I either had to accept what was in front of me, that my own questioning and research had brought me to, or I had to like live a lie. And I realized, I said, well, what about that man God I mean, that makes sense, it didn't express power, right? And I said, I did hear a voice. I heard my own voice, it doesn't mean I'm God. It means I was internal, I should have been internally focused. That when I went outside, it was the first time I talked to love and called it God outside of myself. Exi- how can existence be evil? Why do we need grace? That doesn't make any sense to love. It does provide contrast. Anyway, so in, in a word, in the, in the garden book, it's an, when he prays that this cup would pass from him, how is that any different from my own experience? Because love would never require a sacrifice, much less a human sacrifice, that had already been in biblical terms through Abraham and his son Isaac, done away with in theology. It doesn't match the timeline. It's not a pattern match, it's incongruent. takes us from the message of love and goes to the easy part of us feeling like we don't deserve love. Or we don't have value that we have to be given value externally as if gold had any value without any humans alive. It's the use of the truth, not lying, but not pointing out that when people are making the wrong assumptions, they're making the wrong assumptions. How ironic is it that people think they can find life by making their lives a death, praying for death so they can have eternal life. It's backwards. Because it's irrelevant. It doesn't help you live in love now and know how to love others. In my understanding of the pattern, it dictates that the sin that is, shouldn't be, is anything that separates us from any ability to know, love and experience it truly and that starts internally. People aren't self-validating because they're relying on validation externally. So that's pattern match. Anyway, hello. Uh, Wisdom can be what our children, grandchildren have. Look, We're the stories we tell ourselves. And I'm an anthropologist, so I love uh, studying the story. And I'm great at telling stories. If we're the stories we tell ourselves and we validate ourselves, that's a good story to start with, right? We like an edge-of-the-seat thriller. And I hate seeing an edge-of-the-seat thriller that goes dark and just blah. Everybody dies. It's terrible. Nobody wants that. We all like the edge of the seat story that turns out good. Whew, we made it. You know how easy that is? It's not a get to. It's not a getting anybody anywhere. If you go and study all the, the most studied bacteria in the history of humanity is the E. coli. Yes, I'm going to say it. Shit is the most studied thing in human history. He studied shit. It's funny. And love is funny. <laughs> so they notice these mutations occurring in, in all these isolated colonies, of bacteria. They're trying to observe evolution, right? Well, they see these mutations take and, and then they fizzle out. What they've discovered, what would make a mutation just suddenly be taken up by the colony wasn't a critical point of numbers. What it was was a quality of benefit and a mutation for the collective. That's what made it get taken up. And we have the internet. Why do you think they're gating the internet right now? Because word spreads quick, fast. And if it's all about zeros and ones, What I love about the Holistic Uniform Gratitude System is it's agape. filter is anthropocentric, gauge, and potential evaluator. Our engagements have to be of benefit. If we NFT our subconscious, like I said, make our conscious, minds are representatives, and then we write an agreement out with goals between you and me. Let's say you're a therapist, very clear goals. Once they've been demonstrably met, that's automatically a benefit to me and that other person. And if there's four other people, whether they're aware of it or not, who benefit to 80% or better without any more than 19% uh, neutral or negative impact, like on the environment or everything, then they get a token released. That 80% is an entrepreneur's playground where people who don't have means and assets can have an engagement that is uploaded to the blockchain for all to see and and witness, that builds and maintains reputation and over time grows value on its own. Because we don't build community. Community is what forms around what's of benefit. In like subjects, you know. I don't like horror films, so I'm not gonna get in, I'm never gonna form into that community. Life is frightening enough. And each one of those categories that you can upload, those engagements for a release of a token, if it meets the metric, it should be as easy enough for a kid to get it, right? Absolutely. Zero and one. Makes sense. Each time they submit to the same category, it increases by 1%. It's 81%. And it's 81% not only for the two submitting it, but for the ones who benefit also. It has to increase. So all the low-hanging fruit goes quick. Theoretically, a social engagement could be submitted that... The algorithm clicks all the participants out and it shows the whole world benefited from that. That'd be fun to watch. It'd be like watching somebody try and ring a bell at a carnival, right? But being present, being accepting and present now, I don't think we can get there subjectively. I don't see any patterns that demonstrate that. Tor Nortrans wrote the user illusion where he said we're 80 milliseconds. Behind the presence closest we get is by hearing and auditory. Hmm. I bet you we could get there collectively, that collective intelligence, but I don't know. We have to get there first. And it seems to me, in the patterns of history, that the collective has been cohered previously, but broke up for a reason I don't know of yet, but I do know there's a thing called Kintsugi and there's a whole research into cracks because you crack those, they crack their pottery, put it back together carefully and it's stronger than it was when it was first made. Maybe we are doing some Kintsugi on on ourselves. I gotta go, it's getting late. I love 13 is my favorite number. Uh, and that's the structure of the escape hatch based on 13 pilgrims with a pilgrim on point. Yeah, it's all simple. i try and keep it as simple as possible. It's all available. Uh, I'm on Medium, Behance. Like I said, just Google Adrian Pascal, Toby the Bear Blumberg. I'm the not, I'm not, most prolific unknown person you've ever <laughs> heard of. And I don't mind that. I'm not doing this for me. I just... <sighs> I find joy in my own and other people's burden being less. When I dedicate myself to love and accept more, I'm given the desires of my heart. As I accept more, I find those desires aren't what I thought they were initially, and yet they are what I always wanted them to be from the beginning, from the first inspiration of breath. Love will be with you to your final expiration, but you're the only one who can die your death. Be ready for it at any moment. That's truth. Be safe with each other. Everyone is perfectly unique and necessary, and what they have to contribute is priceless. Encourage people's curiosity. And that's where their joy will be found. Good night. Here we go.